0: The blast from our past network. Hard ride. Right.
1: Right. Hello,
0: Newman. This is so f***ing <laughs> good! No for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty!
1: Not that there's anything wrong with that.
0: Serenity so now!
1: He's a re-gifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Welcome to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are two super fans giving you every single episode of Seinfeld back to back to back because we love Seinfeld. You love Seinfeld. Of course, it's Seinfeld. I'm Adam. (laughs) I'm Corey. And today we are talking season five, episode 11 It's called The Conversion. It first aired on December 16th, 1993, and uh, as me and Corey just had a conversation before this, I screwed up the name of this one right before. I was like, oh, we're doing The the Conversation, right? And he's like, no, it's not called that.
0: (laughs) Well, the irony is I, in my head, always call it The Conversation. I was like, because that's how I read shit. Like, I don't read the individual words. It's just like how it looks, you know? And I think that's clearly a fault on my end. But the entire time I was calling it the conversation until I was just opening up my notes, waiting for you to log online, and I checked the uh, you know getting the, the 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 description ready. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's called
1: the conversion.
0: I'm an it idiot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we still love you. And <laughs> speaking of. That synopsis, Corey, could you please give it to us, man? Give it to me, Corey. Yeah, yeah. The conversion, baby, the conversion.
0: (laughs) Whoa, all right, not that hard. (laughs) Uh, George goes through the process of converting to Latvian Orthodox religion for a girl. Jerry spots a suspicious ointment in his girlfriend's medicine cabinet. (laughs) The term girlfriend for her is a bit loose.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, yeah, they're dating, at least. Yeah, yeah, so... All right. All right. To start off this episode, guess what, Corey? Do we, we have, have a stand up? I was going <laughs> <yeah. laughs> to. The, <laughs> the pause have, was I didn't too even, long. The pause exactly. was too long. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you screwed it up. Yes, we have a stand up. This one on doctor's diplomas.
0: Okay. So um, hold on one second. I fucking updated my phone. Now I can't find the goddamn notes. While
1: Corey's trying to find the goddamn notes. I'm going to let everybody know that I am drinking E.H. Uh, e. Taylor Small Batch Bottled in Bond tonight. I am very much... My first sip, I was like, meh. But my second sip, I'm like, woo. I am enjoying that one, actually. Very nice. Um, I haven't told my wife that I bought a new whiskey yet, but she'll find out when she hears this episode. <laughs> she'll find I'm, out this Thursday. Yeah. just <laughs> I bought it right when I went over to Trivia. I kind of swung in there real quick, and I was like, you know what? Because I've actually gotten in kind of not tight with the owner of that um, place, but sadly enough, I've bought enough whiskey that they've kind of been like, oh, hey, just so you know, this is coming in. Probably because they know that I'm going <laughs> to be like, oh, something different I haven't tried yet, something fancy, I'll get it. And so I kind of knew it was coming in, and so I popped in, and it was there, and I was like, yeah, I haven't tried this before, so I'm going to buy it. Um, so, yeah, EH Taylor, it's actually – I'm very much enjoying it. I think I just rated it on my uh, whiskey app. You know, there's those pretentious people who have like the untapped whiskey uh, untapped beer apps. Yeah. Or the, um. The uh, wine apps. I have a whiskey one, and I where I rate all the whiskeys I've tasted. And I actually just I rated this something, but I think I'm gonna have to go back and rate it higher. Just like on these these this uh, subsidiary, not subsidiary. This uh, the subsequent. Um, tastings that i'm doing right now so yeah you're you're
0: you're you're definitely improving uh, liking it more i i should say yeah 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 well, we we all have our things, my man. I I have a Blu-ray <laughs> addiction, and uh, yeah. that, that I don't tell my wife about. So you know, yeah. like my, the the library just keeps getting bigger it and does... bigger, and I just hope that she doesn't really notice it. So exactly,
1: that's that's what I do with the whiskey collection. Yeah. Exactly, I just hope she hasn't realized that I like, I rearranged everything to fit one more in. <laughs> but I, yeah.
0: I definitely this... could not hide the Shout Factory Friday the Thirteenth box set. I had to come uh, clean on yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but talk about coming clean. We have a a stand up about doctors. That was not the best uh, segue or tie in, but I tried. That made no sense. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you know what? You need an ointment for that. Yeah, there you go, or a salve. You know, doctor is supposed to be such a prestigious occupation. But it's, it's really like one of those jobs where you have to have a diploma and you're up on your wall. It makes them seem so insecure, doesn't it? I really am a doctor, you know. You think I'm not? Just check it out. I don't know why they need these little bits of psychological leverage over us all the time. Uh, Go in that little room, take off your pants, wait 15 minutes, and I'll give you my opinion. After that, anyone that comes in with pants on seems like they know what they're talking about. And in a difference of opinion, pants always beats no pants. Adam, are you wearing pants right now? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I am. I am. Sorry, I am not. D- so you
1: will beat me, uh, I guess. Okay. Well, I'm wearing shorts. Is that? Ca- I mean, no, no, no. It has to be no. It has to be underwear. Oh uh, yeah, I am wearing underwear and shorts. <laughs> then you lose. So. Okay. How about you stand up for me, Corey? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Let's let's talk about Seinfeld, not about Corey and the whatever he's he <laughs> has in his undergarments. Okay. So we start off with George on a date. Um, He's, you know, telling his date to to get the lobster, you know. Uh, You know, he's, he's trying to really impress her. You know, he obviously likes this girl if he's trying to, like, get her to buy the lobster. It's so good. And he says the lobster's twenty five bucks. I'm like, holy shit, that's pretty cheap for a lobster. I mean, obviously that was a while back. Yeah, but I was uh, I was
0: gonna say we we know that that's actually probably closer to what forty bucks, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: it's probably it's probably about right. I mean, it just feels kind of strange. It feels out of character for George, but it does. What I like about it, it definitely shows that he must like this person. Yeah. If he's acting like what's this way that we've never seen, but she breaks up with him. And the issue is religion because her her parents have an issue that he's not Latvian Orthodox like her. Yeah. You know, and uh, I have to call out, fuck that person. <laughs> fuck that person for putting the blame on her parents for telling her who she can and can't marry and what religion they're allowed to be. I mean, m- you know, some people, they have to have the uh, approval of their parents, and that's fine for me. That's bullshit. I, I cannot stand that shit. You know, when someone's like, oh, my parents don't, you know, they really want me to, to marry a nice Jewish girl or a nice Catholic girl or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck that. Marry the person you want to marry. And so that that just kind of got me off on a the wrong start. <laughs> I mean, dude. I'm with you, man.
0: I've never... Well, also, it's probably because I'm not that strongly religious of a person anyways, and they didn't really come from that, like, religious of a family, so I don't have a perspective on that, but it does seem like... Sometimes you're always like, well, why did you, like... it's, and it's a lot of times it's with, um, I guess, immigrant family too. You know, it's like, you mm-hmm. know, they come to the, a new country. do not have to be here. It could be other places. And then they want people to, you know, marry like the same uh, nationality mm-hmm. that they are. It's like, come on. I don't think we're supposed to. I think we're supposed to be like all mixed, you know? Like, yeah. you know, like in like dog breeding, like freaking the mutts always are the most healthy. I think you're yep. supposed to be just mixed. I don't think we're supposed to be this like all over the place,
1: you know? 100%. Yeah. I agree with you. It's like that, that's that's how we're going to get the healthiest humans yeah. and like the best, the best that we can be is when we can, when we all like, you know, we all come together, man. <laughs> The, the,
0: it's always the, the purebloods and stuff like that. That's all like, you know, the, you know, kings and queens and things. But you know what? (laughs) They were all inbred and they were all fucked in the head, you
1: know? All the people from Alabama. Exactly. All of (laughs) Alabama and all of the English monarchy. You know what? That, that's, that's just not where we want (laughs) to (laughs) go. I live in Georgia. We make fun of Alabama. It's what we do. I have uh, no clue. I'm in Oregon. I'm just like, I'm <laughs> sipping my beer and fading back into the brush like the
0: Homer exactly. Simpson gif. And
1: here, here I am just fucking like calling out the <laughs> entire state, the entire state of Alabama. I'm like saying, fuck you. Uh, we're going to lose some you know, patrons. I and hear. we lost every Alabama listener. <laughs> all right. Let's get back on track. How about that? So then after all this crap and her basically dumping George- uh, his date orders the lobster, of exactly course. as he kind of said, which is, uh, that would have made me furious. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, no. She, sh- she
1: should have walked out.
0: That's a dick move. That's 100% yeah. a dick move. Yeah,
1: so. Uh, all right, then we cut to Elaine and Jerry walking into uh, his place, into his apartment, uh, when we see a woman from 5E who's asking him to come over later. And so this is his current girlfriend. Um, I, I didn't check her IMDb. Did you, by chance? Yeah. The only thing of
0: note was Memento, and her name was... That's a great blonde. movie. ...Blonde. Like, she played the oh. blonde in that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't a big part, apparently.
1: I will say, and I've always felt this, I think she's one of Jerry's hottest girlfriends. Yeah, she's 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 cute. Um, I actually like his next one better. So we'll talk about that when we get there. Oh no 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 way! Uh, but we'll talk. About it. I've always for whatever it is. I think her and then um the nudist. Oh yeah. Are two oh, of yeah. my absolute favorites. I think they're just they're just two of the the most gorgeous that he's had. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember oh, the nudist was hot. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. So they walk into his apartment. George is there already. Um, <laughs> just just kind of uh, in, you know, in sorrow. Um, you know, her parents you know, aren't letting her date because of the whole Latvian Orthodox thing. I love. Oh, how, yeah. uh, I was gonna say, I love how they
0: immediately pounce on George's lobster when he sort of hands it over. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> yes, yes. Elaine and Jerry just like go to town on it. It's, in, it's wrapped in like that classic duck or the swan. I yeah. Mean, um. From from like a fancy restaurant, they're just like eating it while he's kind of just like you know belting out his sorrows and about this uh, the whole breakup. Um, I I will find it interesting. You know, this woman. You know, apparently she knew every all the crap about George that he was living with his parents, that he didn't have a job, and she still liked him. You know, and so like all of this is leads to to so why he liked her so much. Yeah. And he was allowing stuff. Um, you know, he was allowing like the lobster thing and he wasn't he wasn't being George with her. Uh and so he's now considering, you know it's screw it, maybe I should just convert for her. Um and yeah, and I wrote all of this while Jerry and Elaine are going to town. Yes, <laughs> lobster. <laughs> right. yeah. So <laughs> uh, Elaine mentions that you know what? Maybe he should, uh, you know, convert. It, it would be cute. It would be like Edward VIII. Yeah, yeah. I obviously I looked up Edward VIII. Um, he was the king of the United Kingdom, but he abdicated his throne in 1936 to marry an American, Wallace Simpson. Right, yep. uh, Elaine kind of mentioned some of that. So. Because Edward VIII abdicated, his younger brother took the throne, who was George VI, who his daughter was Queen Elizabeth II. Okay, okay. So we would not have had Queen Elizabeth II at all. Like, that lineage would have been if this guy didn't abdicate, obviously. Right, right. So I, I just find that interesting because it's always like... Oh shit! The firstborn, the firstborn. But sometimes, you know, that firstborn either dies or that firstborn abdicates or whatever, and so like that that other lineage does does happen. It has you know, to step up.
0: So, hey, that's why you got the benchwarmers, baby.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would not call Queen Elizabeth II uh, a benchwarmer. She is. She is like the fucking. She's queen, man. She's awesome. She's queen now. Uh, that is now. Well, yeah. But <laughs> at one point. she's been queen for a long fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, her parents were the bench warmers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So George kind of takes this talk about Edward VIII almost as like, you know, motivation to actually convert. So he's, he's going to think about this. He says, you know, what, I'm, I'm going to think about it. Uh, we cut to Jerry. Wait, wait, wait. And wait. I, I do like the oh, fact that wait. the
0: scene ends with George bouncing out of there, and Elaine's like, This one's my fault, isn't yeah. it? And
1: Jerry's like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure.
0: And so I love it now that they're just establishing that, like, yeah, now this has become a thing, and it's your fault.
1: Yep, I, I appreciate that. Uh, we cut to Jerry and his 5E date. They're making out. My first uh, note is gross kissing sounds. I don't know. Didn't, it didn't bother me. <laughs> but maybe it's because I thought she was attractive and I was just like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. good kissing sounds. Um, but so he needs to wash his hands because his hands are all sticky. <laughs> From from so, he said the
0: orange I didn't I don't know where that came from but he said they're yeah. sticky from the orange but real quick when he like there was a pause in like the laugh track you know the the audience or whatever but there was one lone cough in like this real low part I was like holy <laughs> shit like I was like wow you couldn't have like like you know brought that one down or something but I guess it just would have echoed in the in the mic anyways yeah. but I was like that was a little weird I have a I, lot of <laughs> crowd
1: noise uh, uh, notes on this episode and the next one. I, good, bring him up because I don't think I noticed him (laughs) like you did, so. Uh, All right, so he needs to wash his hands. He goes into her bathroom. Uh, Her medicine cabinet is kind of slightly ajar, so he cracks that open, as any curious person would. Um, My question to you, have you ever looked inside a date's? Medicine um, cabinet or God, anything like Yeah, that. Like,
0: like Kramer says, <laughs> yes. You know? and, if, and if she thought I wasn't going to, like Kramer says, that was a mistake.
1: Yeah. I don't th- – I maybe I just have trust that you don't. Like, I, I don't think I've ever <laughs> legitimately looked. That's a looked. mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I've never really looked. That's never been a thing that I pay attention to. <laughs> uh, but Jerry is much more like Corey. And so <laughs> he pops it open, and he notices this fungicide and obviously, it freaks him out.
0: I love his face, man. Like, I even sent you a picture of that. Yeah, just the like. shot of
1: him in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. mirror,
0: yeah. His, I mean, dude, his his shock faces, like, his shock reaction faces are so good.
1: Yeah, so. Uh, all right, at Monk's, Elaine and Kramer are there uh, with Jerry. You know, he tells them all about the fungicide. Uh, they are in their booth. We see Ruthie yep. Cohen behind them. It's yep. all proper spottage. I appreciate that, Uh, and Jerry wants Elaine to ask her podiatrist boyfriend about the fungus. Mm -hmm. You know, because she's dating a podiatrist, though it kind of came up a little bit earlier. We didn't really mention it. Um, And podiatrist, they know. You know, he knows fungus. That's the one thing that podiatrists know.
0: Yeah, and the only thing that kind of comes into play later is that. Jerry kind of poo poo's the podiatrist uh, job um, and is like, oh, George can be a podiatrist. You know, it's like anyone can be a podiatrist, which, you know, Elaine kind of uses that when she goes into the next episode, uh, next scene. But I loved Kramer in this scene and all of his little like one word responses. So he's like, he's eating the entire scene and I love Jerry's like fungicide. What could you, what could she have? And Kramer's just like fungus, you know? And then like, yeah, like he just keeps like just adding in these like little perfect little things. Like when Elaine says funguses, he's like fungi, you know, it's, it's such a, the plural of funguses is,
1: is fungi. <laughs>
0: yeah. But, but like his just response is just one word. He's like fungi, you know, but he's yeah. Kramer. He's is, on point. He's on point. This scene, I loved. It. it was like it was so subtle and good that I was tickled by it. I actually watched the scene twice. I was like, "It's oh, fucking wow. fantastic,"
1: for Kramer. Uh, uh, fair enough. All right. So George starts d- discussions with the Latvian Orthodox Church about actually converting. Um, uh, good, good discussion that he has with them. <laughs> you know, I like how they ask. You know, oh, what is he most attracted to about the religion? He's like, oh, thats the, the hats." You know, it's funny. <laughs> the hats are funny. Honestly. There's some Orthodox Jewish hats that are pretty kind of just as equally funny, too. I've seen yeah. <laughs> around, but it makes sense. He's, yeah. inter, inter, he's into hats. Yeah, he's in like
0: hats. It. and he. But also, you know, when they were like asking him about he's like, I know the basic plot of it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they are like, what? He
1: was, yep. I, George is great this
0: episode. He's got pretty, pretty some solid, good, yeah. He's got some
1: good shit going on here. Yep. And uh, we also meet, uh, very briefly, Sister Roberta, who is uh, a nun in the yeah. game. I know her from Herman's Head. You've Uh, mentioned Herman's Head before. I know. It's crazy. I've never heard of Herman. I mean, I, I hadn't heard of it until you were like vehement about Herman's Head. <laughs> By the way, on
0: Podcast After Dark this week, we just we just launched a new spinoff show called TV Obscura, where we talk about yeah. like cult TV shows from our youth and everything. Uh first episode was um, Zach brought Hat Squad to the table, like this '90s cop drama. Never and I heard brought, of that shit. I never heard of it either until he 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 showed the up. Hat with Squad. It. I, yeah. The fucking to, Hat Squad. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. And then I uh I talked about Photon from the '80s. So, uh, guys and gals, check that out uh, if you can this week. But just so you know, Herman's Head will show up on okay. TV Obscura cool. at some point. Yeah,
1: I actually mentioned Herman's Head on a episode of Blast from the Past, a recent one we did with Chelsea from uh, Ready to Retro. Yep, we talked the movie Under Rats. It was a Disney Channel, uh, uh, Disney Channel original movie. And there's this this chubby guy. Yes, almost. He was also an esque look. He was also in Armageddon. Yes, he was also in Armageddon. But he was in there, and, and I saw the, the 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 credit from Herman's head, and I think of you. Yeah. When I hear Herman's head, I think of Corey.
0: <laughs> I mean, when I heard that dude, I was like, he's
1: Herman's head. Yes. <laughs> I do think that he is actually in an episode of Seinfeld later as well. He is. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I think it's like. Um, I checked it out because Chelsea called that out, and I was like, "Shit, I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember it off the top of my head." But then I checked it. It's like from '96, yep. so it's coming up. Yep. we got a little bit of time. So, <laughs> um, all right. So Sister Alberta then runs into Kramer, which they have a little uh, attraction right away. Oh
0: man! Right of, away, I was like, "This is it. This is the
1: Kavorka episode." Kavorka. Yeah. Hey everybody, Corey
0: here. I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want, this is what you get.
1: (laughs) And now, back to the show. So, uh, in the apartment... George, you know, he's eager. You know, he, he he's ready to convert. He hasn't told his parents about it, uh, which, you know, I love it. You know, just bringing up his parents always makes me happy. And just knowing that, you know, the fun times um, with, with the Costanzas. So um, in comes Kramer. He's got a slinky, (laughs) good, good uh, physical, just kind of silliness from Michael Richards here. Uh, Sister Roberta gave it to him again, just showing that she likes him, (laughs) you know, and he keeps (laughs) giving him toys like he's a child. Well, He he kind of is. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Kramer says he feels he picked up on a vibe. Yeah. From Sister Roberta. So, yeah. Um, And he just he he knows he has this power over women Mm. and he has no control over it. And I appreciate this type of Kramer. You know, I like the kind of Kramer because, like, when you think about reality, Kramer... What woman would be interested in Kramer? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. The guy is a doofus. He's a horse-faced doofus. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, like, in the show, he's so fucking cool and confident that that confidence just, like, exudes and, and women do respond to it. And so I like that. Even though... I don't think most real-life women would appreciate a Kramer in real life. Even I don't think so. But in the show and the lore of Seinfeld, I love that he has this power. Similar to how I feel, Newman kind of has a similar power at different times. Right. Right. Also, at the same time... You gotta put yourself in, I guess, the
0: mindset of a New Yorker too, right? Like mm. there's just so many people out there. You have to you have to stand out. You have to do be something different to sort of stand out. So people
1: probably vibe on that as well. Yeah. Guess so. All right. I can tell you the girls didn't vibe on Adam when he was single. But <laughs> there was this one who vibed on me. And I vibed back pretty hard. Love you, honey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We have, we have some. We have some awesome wives. I just got to throw that in. There.
0: We do. We do. Maybe yeah. one day mine will listen to this.
1: <laughs> Who? Uh, your wife? for Halloween this year. Yeah. <laughs> Bonerific, man. Not for me, but, but, for, yeah. but for you. Yeah, no, no. So, yeah, so just so everyone knows, I'm sure
0: they saw on Facebook, I, I posted the picture, but she she surprised me uh, as Elaine. She dressed up like a, a Elaine. She even put up her hair like a wall. I was like, and yeah. she was like, do you have a, a, a jacket, like a, a suit jacket? And I was like, yeah, here. I'm like, I couldn't picture like what she was doing. It was for the shoulder pads. Once she put on the uh. white shoes, I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then I... <laughs> I went as a uh, sign fet and just wore my Boba Fett helmet while I wore my here's to feeling good all the time shirt. Yeah. And we had our nephew and his friend came over for like a Halloween scavenger hunt thingy. So, Cute. yeah, it was fun. So, yeah. I, and then people online were like, hey, she's finally listening to the show. And I'm like, well, she's actually no. not. But she did. No. I will say this. In her defense, she watched... This episode, probably about most of it, like 90% of this episode, she she was cooking and whatnot, but she was watching and listening and, and actually enjoying okay. this one, too. Okay. Uh, Maybe by the end of this series, I will get yes. her to watch a full episode with me.
1: Okay. Well, if, FYI, my wife, Keisha, has said she is totally down to do, like, a Seinfeld talk Mhm. With your wife, and then we, you know, you and I just step away for one episode. They talk, and then like you know, we'll jump in a different later. You know, with our own, yeah, just you know, finishing thoughts or whatever on on when we when we finish the show. I think you know they yeah. should absolutely have an episode. Yeah,
0: I I already told her that. I said, babe, we put it out there in the air. So yeah. I was like, but you got like two years to to warm up to yes. it. So, <laughs> but I'm like, it's there, so you gotta kind of do it.
1: You do. But All but right.
0: she doesn't. She doesn't have to do anything. She's her own person.
1: <laughs> That's that a safe safe bet. That's good. That, that is correct. <laughs> yep. Yep. That is right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hashtag feminism yep. here on uh, Cartwright of Seinfeld podcast. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, um, real, real quick to go back mm. to Kramer. When he left the scene was awesome with his, like, weird mm. – I don't even know what this is because this is the scene where him talking about like he's I've got it. I've got something happening like I, I can't control yeah. it. And he he like leaves the 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 Jerry's apartment by doing this like weird shake thing. But it was so good, you know, and he deserved the cheer, the little the clap and the
1: cheer that he got for it because it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't even the funny thing is. Kramer, I, I believe is it was, it was either this episode or the last episode. I, I didn't note it. I think it is this episode. Kramer has some good entrances and exits, and I almost miss mm-hmm. <laughs> just a little yeah. bit of the the fan reaction. Yeah, I'm just like, because some of it is so good. I'm like, oh, that deserves a little bit, and there was nothing, and I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, he deserved he deserves some. Yes, <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, seriously, seriously, <laughs> he's on fire this episode. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Jerry's uh, girlfriend comes by, and he, uh, you know, he fakes. Being sick or something like that or whatever to to get out of uh, seeing her, and um, he tells George about the fungicide, all that kind of shit. <laughs> um, you know, and, and George says, "Hey, you know, people always have old shit in the medicine cabinet. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe it's from because she's only uh, leasing the, or she's only um, what like like like, uh, like Airbnb-ing
0: it. Honestly, yeah, temp, yeah, for
1: for one month. Yeah, exactly. So this, none of that
0: it. shit is is hers
1: in there. Come on, Jerry. Yeah, so." Um, and George even says he still has Brill Cream. <laughs> did, I looked that up. Did you? I did. did yeah. Damn straight, I did because I never heard of it. It is a hair styling product, yeah, uh, for men. And he obviously has no hair, so that's why it's funny. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I mean, like, it's well. First off, it's crazy that George is the voice of reason here, yeah. you know. But like that, just like it's funny because like George is so hyper focused on his own thing right now that he can actually. Pay attention to what Jerry's saying and actually give good advice to it, you know?
1: Yeah. Agreed. Which is weird for George. (laughs) Very, very much so. Uh, All right. Then at the 5E apartment, Jerry stops by, um, you know, to check the fungicide uh, again, he wants to check to see, you know, what the name, whose name is on it or what's it for or whatnot. So I love there. the, here's good editing. I appreciate it. And a lot of times we've talked about, we don't always love the kind of like the, the quick scene editing that they've got, mm-hmm. but here they have Jerry over at his girlfriend's place. Simultaneously, Elaine is talking to the podiatrist yeah. about fungicide and things like that. And she ends up kind of making fun of him about being a podiatrist. Yeah, and she,
0: When she goes like, Well, you're a podiatrist, somebody in the crowd goes, Oh (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't hear It was like like total like that 70 show style burn. Like you can hear them go
1: Which when you think about it, what who who is like dying to get into feet?
0: Well, agreed, and I'm sure it is easier. I don't know, so doctor, doctors out there, let us know. I have no clue, but at the same time, I don't know how Elaine doesn't know that you shouldn't make fun of anyone's profession that they're doing, anyways. You know, like Elaine Elaine does this sometimes, where she's like, she can't not say something when a lot of times things would just be a okay if you just didn't say anything at all.
1: That just made me think. Did Myra? once during Halloween shove you and say get out like that would have been oh my god that would have been epic
0: I mean you gotta understand my wife does not know the show so (laughs) she only knows what she sees (laughs) there there was no quoting there was no quotes buddy (laughs) yeah and i was just walking around going what's the deal with bounty hunting Uh,
1: (laughs) all right that would have been awesome i would have loved that (laughs) yeah Uh, i'm sure uh, you would have probably really really loved that
0: i I would (laughs) it would be so shocking to me that i probably wouldn't even put it together
1: you know i'd be like what are you doing (laughs) so all right uh so simultaneously between those two scenes uh george is studying for his conversion um, in the bathroom of his home all while being kind of berated from his parents you just hear the voices of uh of uh, frank and estelle and it's just kind of funny i appreciate it um then back at the apartment um we see george studying we see elaine comes over needs to get things going with the podiatrist um george uh, he decides he wants to try and cheat on his conversion test because <laughs> he doesn't know all this stuff, <laughs> and he's going to write shit on his hand. Um, oh, here I wrote And <laughs> he,
0: he starts writing Matthew, Mark,
1: Luke. Yeah, all <laughs> the, different, the, the different apostles. And, and yeah, yeah, I apologize,
0: and I know what you're going to go into. This is actually the Kramer scene that is the the amazing one.
1: I wrote Kramer flies in, yeah. and this is where I'm, I'm like – this is where I missed a, a little Kramer cheer because yeah. – his physical, just his, his his presence is fantastic. And so, yeah, it got a little too fucking big, um, but I want a little bit of it, you know? Like, I just, he when deserves it. When he deserves it. Like, when he does yeah. something that's
0: funny, doesn't have to be every single time. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And, yeah, this is when he does that little, like, weird shuffle uh, when he yeah. leaves or something. And I was just like, exactly. that was fucking hilarious.
1: Exactly, uh, because Sister Roberta's thinking about leaving the church, and he's just like, this power that he has, and he's just kind of like, yeah, exactly, pops out that way. Um, All right, George aces his test. (laughs) I do love that. (laughs) When uh, the, the guy is talking to him, at one point, George kind of holds up his hand and he, yeah. you see the smudged yeah. on the all of his notes. <laughs> he
0: didn't that even shit. notice because he's so old. But I love when yeah. George leaves the office and Kramer's coming in and he's like, hey, George. <laughs> George's like,
1: what? Looks back. Why yeah. <laughs> Why is Kramer here? <laughs> well, he's there because, uh, you know, they need to talk to him um, because they know that he has the power of the Kvorka. Yes. The lure of the animal. Finally, dude, finally we got to kevorka. <laughs> uh, I always felt I had a little bit of kevorka in me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both Not do, quite. buddy. I think we both yeah, do. Yeah. Um, but they give him a remedy to fix it, you know, with garlic and bathe in vinegar and all this kind of crazy shit, mm-hmm. uh, which he does. But Jerry smells it, you know, <laughs> all the way on the other side of the apartment and, it, you know, he tells him that he stinks, all this kind of shit. Um, So, someone who knows Estelle uh, apparently is also Latvian Orthodox and notices that George Costanza is going to be converted. So, this person calls George's parents, and we cut to the Costanzas yelling at George to not convert. Um, I mean, it's a quick little scene with the Costanzas here, but it is nice.
0: It is, and honestly, like, George is standing his ground, which is impressive for George.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's never seemed like... Now I'm not Jewish. I'm not religious, but George has never seemed like a quote unquote good Jew. It does that make sense? Yeah. You know he's not he's not a particularly religious. Oh, person. Oh, I mean,
0: even in this episode, he's like he's like you know I'm thinking about converting. Nah, what does it matter? Like he does yeah. not care about. I don't think him or Jerry are exactly. very religious at all.
1: And so if if this person who knows he's kind of like a failure at, at everything, and she still like likes him, and he's trying to go after her. I have no problem yeah. with George doing that.
0: No, I don't. I don't. I mean, again, like, I'm—he's gonna care as much about Latvian Orthodox as he does about his current religion, which is yeah. zero. So, I mean, it, yeah. it's
1: all moot in the end because he's going to hell.
0: Just kidding. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in <laughs> don't that, believe that shit.
1: You know. There is no hell. I know. Uh, <laughs> that's just my thought. Uh, all right. So, Jerry runs into the woman from Five E. Uh, apparently, her cat. It's just like been been you know screeching all night, been meowing all night, yep. keeping her up. But why was she scratching her chest? Oh, I don't I don't know. It was weird. So like she comes out
0: scratching her chest, then saying that her cat kept her up all night. I was like, that's weird. That's the director's fault.
1: Maybe maybe the cat slept on her chest. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't mind us sleeping on sleeping on our chest. I know,
0: buddy. I know. <laughs>
1: wait till we get to the next episode. <laughs> oh man, that, that's all you. All right, I'll take I'll take this one. You take the. Oh other. man, I love okay? me some Jamie Gertz, baby. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so uh, it's the uh, it's the cat's fungicide. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. All right. Um. Then uh, George, you know, he's all nervous. Wait, for wait the a minute. Hold on. Wouldn't
0: it say somewhere on there, you know, for feline uh, application only? Like, wouldn't Jerry have seen that on the
1: tube? Possibly. Or, or or is He's it just pretty oblivious? So he probably he seems like he would focus on just the word fungicide, right, okay. and not really you know look at other stuff. Though, okay, okay, I think.
0: Or it's it's a fungicide that you know you can also use on cats, yeah. but it's it's a human one or something. I don't yeah,
1: know. there's I think there's a lot of different medicines that you can kind of go in between. Okay, especially uh, that makes it topical stuff like that. I would bet. Yeah, isn't skin yeah. just? I bet skin? their skin's probably not that much different. I, yeah, that's know? what I'm saying. Like, isn't skin just
0: skin on everything pretty much, unless it scales? Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Did you know that cats are, I think, the only other animal that has a form of HIV? Oh. Uh, they have a feel, it's, it's called FIV, um, but it, it, is, it is a very similar, um, you know, a virus. Interesting. That goes into, yeah.
0: And I think, in, I believe dogs and cats can get coronavirus as well or something, or a form of it or something. Ooh. So, Maybe. yeah, that's crazy, man.
1: Yeah. we're all alike. We're man. all
0: alike. My, just be there good. Man. Be good to your fellow animals. How about that? We're all animals, people. Goddamn animals. Yeah. We're all kavorkas. <laughs> 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 I knew, I knew oh. there was a joke there somewhere. Just, yeah, not, it. not everyone has your lure, though. I will say that. <laughs> hey, everybody. Corey here. I just want to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies comics video games and more i'm your host tim and with me today in studio is co-host oh hey hey tim dean uh this isn't a full episode this is actually just an ad all we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on mondays and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher if they're into movies comics or video games they should definitely check us
1: out oh well then thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time
0: Talking back.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. All right. So, yes, I've mentioned George is nervous for his conversion. Uh, Kramer, he just he stinks, man. Um, and, you know, he he, uh, uh, he wants to no longer has the he wants to no longer have the Kevorka, Uh So he heads to the church. This is very much a graduate reference. Yes. Oh, the him running to the church is exactly like that. Um, we see George and his nervous. He's spilling the wine on himself. It's kind of funny. <laughs>
0: and earlier, I liked it when George called him Fada or something. And, Fada, and he was like, yeah. "Hello, and and I liked Hello so he's Fada." Hello, like, Fada. I'm just nervous, you know. He's like, he's yeah. he's being like all like cutesy. Like I'm just nervous. But did yep. you notice there are three shots of three Ugh. separate shots of Kramer? Michael Richards. That That are not Kramer. Yeah, well, the the first one is Kramer, Michael Richards, and then the second one is you can clearly tell it's like the Queens Bridge or something, so they don't film there. So I was like, I didn't even notice the, the New York aspect first. I was like, Why is that not Michael Richards like that? Why is this person doing a Michael Richards impersonation? Then I was like, oh, because they're in New York. They had to say They just outsourced like a B like team to go get the body double. Yeah, a body double, someone that can act like him. Didn't even have the right hair, but he does do the crazy Kramer moves. And then when he gets to the church, you can tell that's also uh, um, not. You know, I I feel like anytime you can see the sky, it's it's not on a, uh, a, you know, like the back lot or something like that. You know? Yeah,
1: Yeah. it's totally it's exactly that's exactly what it is. They filmed in New York and uh, Seinfeld films in los angeles so they didn't fly out michael richards they just got a body double and it was obvious body double so so um, fucking
0: obvious but uh, but when you think about it you know in the day and age when this came out in the, in the early 90s there was no dvr there was nothing so they're just like eh, you know here we go no one's gonna be like
1: analyzing this it's also standard definition so it's a lot you don't see yeah. things as clearly um and so you know it is harder to notice that shit. yeah uh, all right, so Sister Roberta, she wants to leave the church. She's so in love with Kramer. Um, as I mentioned, and then as you mentioned, the body double, again, he, we see him run into the church. Um, we cut to Elaine making out the podiatrist. Um, them talking about, oh, how cute the pinky toe is. In my way, in my opinion, no way. That It's the big toe. The big toe is the captain. That's <laughs> that's why the big toe is my favorite. <laughs> But it uh, was an, uh, another Seinfeld reference. Yes. D- doesn't Jerry say that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. Thank you. Um, all right. So the potato goes to her bathroom, which we saw Jerry drop off the fungicide into her purse, which she apparently put into her medicine cabinet. Uh, and he sees that fungicide in her medicine cabinet. And so now he's all freaked <laughs> out. Because uh, he knows what that shit means. It's the same dialogue.
0: It's fungicide? <gasps> Fungus. And then he closes it and just looks say, in the yeah. mirror. I, lo- I love comedy like that where it's the exact same thing, the repetition, just, you know, from now this guy's point of view. He does not make a good as good of a shock and awe face as Jerry. But I, I appreciate that he, he tries, you know?
1: Yeah. 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 And it's a good callback. So it works that way. Uh, all right. So Sister Roberta no longer has the lure for Kramer because she sits with him, talks to him, and he smells like shit. Uh, And so she tells him that he stinks. He doesn't have the Kevorka anymore. The cure worked, obviously, which is just smell bad. Then uh, we end up, well, not end up, then we go to a stand-up uh-huh. on, med- on medicine cabinets.
0: I was hoping uh, I was hoping you were going to catch the stinger on on this episode. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do it in proper order. I'll do the stand-up first. Um, once you put medicine in your medicine cabinet, you're never using it again. Any medicine you're using is on the sink itself. That's so fucking true. <laughs> it's not really even a medicine cabinet. It's really like an ointment museum, isn't it? It's like, here's a salve from 1983 some cream from the 70s do you want to keep it uh he goes but you this is i actually think this is great but you want to keep it private because the medicine cabinet is a place that reveals our weaknesses i love that that line how it reveals our weaknesses um and it could really throw off the balance between two people that might be um, be going out he said, uh, "Somebody peeks in there, and oh, I see. Mr. Perfect needs tough actin' to Well, I guess I'll be calling the shots in this relationship for now. Not like the concept was mm-hmm. great. I, I wish he worked more into the weakness factor. Like I love the fact that the that this thing it's great. This uh, this observation that this medicine cabinet is really just a, a you know a whole bunch of weaknesses of ours.
1: Yeah, yeah. Funny enough, I guess. Um, not the worst, not the best." All right, then we cut back to George at Monk's uh, with the girlfriend b- from before, who we didn't really like, fully have that closure with. She's flattered that he is converted, but she doesn't want a commitment. Mm-hmm. And so, ha, 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 he ended up converting for nothing.
0: Womp, womp, womp. Yeah. <laughs> well, since yeah. you love Jerry's girlfriend so much in this one, why don't you <laughs> go first?
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I find her very attractive, I think. And actually, I do find it interesting slash unfortunate they don't really tie up the end of the fungicide stuff so jerry finds out that you know the fungicide is her cats and then i guess they still break up or they still end you know they don't end up together yeah so they i didn't i didn't get real closure with that girlfriend and maybe it's because i wanted to see her again and, and i <laughs> ever will um but besides that This episode's solid stuff. Um, You know, I actually am appreciating these tags at the end. Uh, I wanted to call out uh, my wife and I. We went up to North Georgia area, kind of like the mountains, the foothills of the Appalachians, um, just to kind of get away this last weekend. Instead of handing out candy to kids, we were like, "Fuck this, we're just gonna leave." (laughs) (laughs) So that's what we did, and uh, we were at the hotel room, and you know, late at night, and we were watching. Just whatever came up, and Seinfeld was coming up, and the barber oh, was on. Oh, so yes, they didn't show <gasps> the Newman ending. I specifically made sure to watch to the end to be like, oh shit, are they going to show this? They didn't do it. <gasps> they cut it off at the at like the one right before it. Oh and no! And so they didn't. They didn't have that extra little tag. That's so lame.
0: Yeah, I, you miss a whole bunch. I, yeah, yeah I'm shame. wondering if in syndication more. I
1: wonder if that happens more often than we think it does. Yeah. And so that makes me sad because, like, because I missed it and you, like, told me about it. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm so excited. I hope they show this. And then they didn't. I was like, well, this is why so many people have missed this. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: And which is why, I mean, I missed it just as same as anybody else. I, like I said, that episode, my finger was on the the go back, like, jump to the main screen button. And when I Mm. literally took a nanosecond to look up and saw the scene change and I I was like, what is happening? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So.
1: Um, but, yeah, I, I like those little tags. I think they're mm-hmm. kind of fun. Uh, they add a little something extra for people. Um, this episode had some good stuff. Uh, I wrote Jerry's hottest girlfriend so far. <laughs> so that's my that's just my thought. Um, the Kevorka stuff is classic. It's good stuff. Um, there was enjoyable things. I didn't actually think there was anything superior, ultra standout with this episode, though. There was a couple things that I actually very much appreciate. But... Um, You know, when starting this episode, I thought, like, oh, shit, yes. This is going to be, like, a 4.5 or a 4 for sure. But watching it, I was like, okay, this is good. Mm-hmm. This is not top shelf. This is not, like, you know, the best whiskey I've had ever. It's not Pappy Van Winkles. <laughs> but this is this is a, uh, you know, maker's mark. You know, it's above average. But it's not much more than that. So I gave it a 3.5 out of 5 lures of the animal. Oh. Ooh, ooh, nice.
0: Yeah, I, I enjoyed what was there. I kind of felt like I wanted some more specific. Like, so two spots that I wanted more in was I wanted, I guess, a little bit more backstory why George likes this girl so much. Maybe this could have actually worked better as a two-parter. So we could have had maybe more in front of it, you know, leading up to it. It, Although that doesn't really take away too, too much from it. But like you, I would like to have more resolution with the fungus Mm -hmm. girl. And, you know, I guess you could also say, well, she's probably leaving in a month or whatever when the subletting thing goes. But yeah, it's, I felt like there could have been something more there, but yet the episode was still packed. So I can only think that like we would just need another episode to go with it. But all the Kramer stuff, I, freaking loved, especially yeah. in Monk's Diner, how he kind of just was, like, firing off those those quips and everything. Uh, the Kavorka was great. Um, mm-hmm. I very, very much enjoyed, like, what he was doing, like, his character business in this episode. I think it made, like, it made sense for Kramer, and it made sense for the episode. There was a lot of cohesion to the entire episode, you know? And I like that. There's a lot of connective tissue. So... I'm actually, because of how tickled I was with Kramer's monks uh, scene and everything, I am going to give this episode four <laughs> fake Kramers in New York running out of five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah (laughs) fair enough all right not bad yeah
0: it was fun and it's it's always interesting too to also see sort of what you hone in on and and versus like Mm -hmm. what i hone in on and what you find funny versus what i find funny too so maybe you know obviously we we, we hope that we hit the entire gamut between the two of us you know
1: yeah you know what always hits the gamut for me of everything funny in my life that's Podcasting After Dark. Corey, could you please tell us about the hilarity that ensues between you and Zach on every single episode of Podcasting After Dark?
0: Yeah, buddy. So like I said, we just dropped a new show called TV Obscura where we break down—actually, I, I take that back. We don't break it down. We just do a free-form discussion, mainly because I needed, I needed a spinoff show that was infinitely le- easier to edit than our no- <laughs> yeah. normal ones. So for example, a, a normal example of a Podcast After Dark show— is our Dreamscape episode that we dropped uh, with uh, Dennis Quaid. Remember that movie with Dennis Quaid? Uh, Christopher Uh, Plummer? I never
1: saw it, but I remember Dennis Quaid.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, Kate Capshaw is in it, and uh, that episode is more true to what we do, and we break down the entire movie, talk about every scene, kind of like what we do here with Seinfeld, um, except it's like three and a half hours long. (laughs) So if you like the the movie that we're talking about, I think you'll enjoy it. So go check that out, and, uh, you know... Sort of in the same vein, I'm gonna insert it here before I, I wind you up, buddy. Uh, in the same vein is talking back. They, you guys should definitely be checking them out. They do the same stuff that we do here with Cartwright and what Adam does on blasphemer Pass and stuff. They take a movie, they break it down, and they talk about it, and it's it's all nostalgia based, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. And I love the fact that we have all these podcasts that have different movies, and and we yeah. have very little like overlap on our movies so we we cover such a wide
1: library on the bfop yeah. network it's crazy dude tim and dean have been doing a fantastic job of like really attacking different substance or different different subjects than what we typically have done and they've they, they'll, they'll take a subject like they have with like their aliens franchise or the pre i mean the predator kind of franchise and they run with it and so they're doing they've done all of like the predator stuff um, uh, besides that they they obviously love comics. Yeah. they love some old school comics too that they've really been diving into. It's been fun listening to that. Like they have a lot of passion. Tim in particular does a lot of research and really does pay attention. and like his some of his like quips are pretty fucking good. yeah, like he the way he sets up stuff is awesome. yeah. Dean is also just hilarious. Dean's Dean's kind of like more on the fly funny. Uh, Tim Tim kind of like sets him up himself up, but they are they are fantastic. They're Canadian, um, which is neither here nor there, but that means they're <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that means that means the B network is international. That's right. Thing. That's what that means, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: But talk about passion, man. You guys over at the Blast from Our Past uh, podcast, you guys just dropped a new album review. This well, yeah. it was yesterday. I'm, I was confused on what day it was. It was a uh, Sunday. <laughs>
1: Yes, I don't know if you've listened to it yet, but it's an episode that is so passionate to me. Like, I adore Tenacious D. Yes. And that meant a lot to me when I was in high school, was Tenacious D. And so, you'll find out, if you listen to that episode, just how much, like, John is apathetic to them (laughs) and how much I adore them. Uh, And, like, if you listen to this podcast, you know my sense of humor. And I think Tenacious D fits really perfect into my sense of humor. So, yeah, we just dropped that episode. We talk all things nostalgia, um, mostly, I mean, well, all things like, you know, pop culture and nostalgia, whether it's movies, TV shows, um, album reviews, as you mentioned. We do fan castings, which is kind of unique to us, Mm -hmm. which I really enjoy that. Those are fun. Um, Yeah, we also do top tens, uh, which is, you know, not really unique to us, but it's just, it's our own top tens, so we have a good time. Um, If you haven't heard me on the podcasting after dark watch list i do our my top five fight scenes with Corey, yep. and i've actually i listened to that episode at least twice through and that was a good episode man. That was i really had a fun time yeah that was a lot of that fun yeah
0: i had a really good time with that and i had a fucking blast on throwback trivia takedown at this point a couple Ooh. months ago but i mean you can guys can go back and, and listen to those the whole bfop network the bfop network
1: b-fop.
0: B-fop. uh we, we had a giant crossover event and it was was a lot of fun and uh if you haven't listened yet i won't spoil who won the entire event but you might uh you might be hearing him talk right now i don't know so anyways um hi everybody uh, (laughs) hey
1: hey is he talking about me you'll have to listen to find out
0: that's right and uh if you're somehow new to the show and you're just listening to this the 11th episode from the fifth season (laughs) and you're like hey i like what they're doing where can i find the rest of it
1: Exactly! Where are seasons one through three? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, Well, oh, yeah. we're gonna do home improvement. Yeah, next? that's our. Yeah, that's our next one. Fucking home improvement. <laughs> I like home improvement. I you do. Too. I don't hate it. I don't hate it to be you honest you. You bastard!
0: Oh. So yeah, ch- check out patreon.com/cartwright. That's patreon.com/cartwright. You can find our entire catalog for one dollar. Everything's there, ad-free too. So, bada bing, bada boom. Go support your favorite Seinfeld podcast out there, and because we know times are crazy right now a free way to help us out and to get more listeners in front of the show is to leave us a five star review on Apple
1: Podcasts. so we appreciate got to be a five star if yeah. it's not a five star it doesn't count if it's not five star then you know just i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure apple doesn't even let you leave anything but five so it's just just to be safe go ahead and put the five star <laughs> and nothing else yeah
0: there you go there you go oh god all right and uh, we'll see you next week with the star and Jamie Gertz
1: You're you're such a creeper. Oh, my God. I'm the Sleazy C. The entire episode.
0: You're talking about the girl in 4B or whatever. Jesus Christ. 5E. Sure. Get it right. I
1: remember. I've memorized her apartment. I'm not creepy or anything.
0: (laughs) Jesus. All
1: right, guys. We'll catch you later. Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV, and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it.